Hi, this is Mick Murphy of The System. Please don't disturb this groove. Stay right here with the teddy bear on LOTL Radio and the rebirth of the quiet storm right here at www.lotlradio.com. Can I just say, I am so excited to talk to you, my brother. You actually sound so sweet. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much. So nice to talk to you from home. You know, just so before we start, um, my mum was actually uh, born in Boston. Right? I know. And, uh, but I, I was know. born in Australia, so I don't know. Citizens so <laughs> know that, but yeah, it's just nice to touch home. You know what I mean? Absolutely. <laughs> hey, I'll, I'll say this: your your mother and I are both over twenty-one, so I'm I'm definitely. <laughs> well, so am I, my friend. So am I. Yes. But you know what go. they say: black don't crack. There you go. <laughs> you know what? I must com- number one. One of the things I want to commend you. Um, for is that when we have a celeb quote unquote in our family and your mother's an iconic figure in this industry yeah. it can be very difficult to get beyond that huge shadow and I want to commend you you have done an outstanding job paving your own way in this industry in this new album the Soul Sessions has been long overdue, but you did a phenomenal job. And how do you feel about oh, this Oh, thank album? you so much. I love my new album. I love it. Um, I think it's probably the best thing that I've done. Um, I really enjoyed doing it, and, and I had a total, absolute creative control on the whole process, um, which I think as an artist is a very important thing to do if you know what you want to be and you, and you know who you think you are. And I've been doing this for so long, as you said, but I also wanted people to know 
like where I've come from and what has inspired me as a musician, just a little bit of a musical insight into my my head <laughs> when it comes to music. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> yeah, I love you the album. I think it's great, and we recorded it live. You know, like I know. old school, like you know, like live, live. <laughs> <laughs> You know, a lot of people that are from the outside looking in, they don't know this as far as the transition from being a a backing vocalist to being put out there in front. And you had a lot you had an opportunity to be on both sides of the fence. Can you explain to the listeners yeah. what it what is it meant what has it meant to you over the years to hone your skills, hone your skills and also just to be out in front, out on your own? Well just to, you know, like I, I look at my business like singing as, as a career like my mother does it so she's made it a legitimate career I've made it a legitimate career but it's also like if I was doing medicine or if I was doing law or if I was going to be a teacher or if I was going to be a, a carer I, I would study the course I would I would learn the understandings of it the ins and outs of it and therefore I'd be better at that at that job so I've just done music like that and I think I, I never planned on doing it like I was discovered singing in somebody's kitchen and then I ended up doing backing vocals for this band called Wawa Me that actually, I remember them being on Solid Gold in America <laughs> years ago, wow. back in the day. Wow, yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, just, just to be able to sing backing vocals and to learn because to be thrown into the industry is a very strange thing and to not have any sort of background information on, on what it's like to be in front of an audience, to have to bear your soul and sing in front of an audience, to step into a studio, to deal with record companies to deal with people you know just doing it from backing vocals where it's really not on your head it's not your it's not your stress you just got to make sure you sing the notes that you've been given correctly <laughs> but then you know you kind of get you work forward and then and then you get to the point where you can and yeah absolutely i love absolutely now, well it comes it definitely comes across with the entire project and i've had an opportunity to listen to the entire album and one of the things really? that i find so oh absolutely one of the things I find so impressive vocally, your vocals have gotten even stronger. And I love as far as the direction that you went with the album, as far as sonically, it's still raw, but it's able to give, give so different kind of mixtures of music that everyone is going to find something about it that they're going to love and totally enjoy. Well, I hope so, because that's just, you know, I think growing up in Australia, I had a, a great uh, kind of dictionary of music but also having a, a mother who had an American connection. I also was, you know, I had a cousin who used to fly for Pan Am, so he used to bring a lot of music and foundation for us. Um, but <laughs> and uh, yeah, I just, I had a lot of good music. And, and like Bread, for example, If was a song that I remember from like 1977. I was, you know, seven years of age. And it was just a song that was played on a certain radio station in Australia. And I thought, I love this song. I wonder if there's anyone else that likes that song. Or Long Walk, you know, I was living in London when Jill Scott released um, Who Is Jill Scott? And, or, you know, Jesus Child of America, which I was breastfed, breastfed to Stevie Wonder's Superstition, you know, like, yeah, it's just, <laughs> just yeah, just everything that sort of surrounded me. Absolutely. Well, it definitely resonates in your music. I want to touch on something that you mentioned earlier, as far as having complete, oh. having complete creative control over your music. How important is it to have that kind of level of control, especially being an independent artist? I can only speak for myself, um, and I've been on both sides. I've been with the label earlier in my career, and then um, just through the way of fate, um, 
I was out on my own and I had to sort of work out a way to sort of get my music out. And I just think that it's been a long time since I've actually released anything. I've done a jazz album, but this is my first solo album that I've done in the last eight years. And the way that the industry is now with the internet and the way I'm talking to you now in Houston and I'm sitting in Sydney, Australia, it's bizarre and we can do this. And <laughs> I just think for myself, it's, it's, it's an important thing to do because I know the artists that I want to do. I'm too old to be, to be molded into an artist that, right. you know, something that I'm not. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think it's, it's, just, it's a good place for me to be. I like it. I can't say that I, I will never sign. I'm with, in Japan. The album's with um, T-Vine Records, who's done an independent signing there, and that's been great. But, yeah, maybe independent signings throughout, but I don't think I could ever give complete control to a, a conglomeration as such. <laughs> right. Yeah. It, it, it's amazing how the industry has changed. I mean, at one time, it was so many labels, and now we're, like, down to a handful. And I've noticed a yeah, lot of artists, you think yourself, who at one time were signed to major labels, They've had, they feel they have more creative freedom by being an independent artist mm-hmm. because they have complete creative control over the product mm-hmm. they put out. And as you said, that the industry has changed so much because now where at one point you had to get on the plane to conduct interviews to promote your music. Now, as you said, you can sit in your home, sit in your studio, mm-hmm. and you can, reach, you can reach the masses all over the world via the internet and make How the album that? you know some kids absolutely. are making their records in, in their bedroom you know right absolutely how, how do you feel the social media has helped you enhance as far as your visibility here in the states by getting your music out I think that uh, when social media, media is used in a positive way I think it, it can be very powerful I think it also has a very negative side but I, I mean only, I say that because only you know there's been times where I've read it, seen it, and experienced it. But for the musical side, I think it's great. Just now, just even like last time I was releasing, you had independent people, pluggers, who actually went to record labels and, and presented, and to radio stations, and presented a, a series of CDs that were coming out that week, that month. But now it's like it's on a digital platform. Everybody is kind of, it's nice, because everyone's on an even, even play field. This is coming out. This is where it's at. These are the majors. These are the independents. You know, it's cross-pollinated. I think it's good. Well, I think it's a beautiful thing. <laughs> I mean, as you I said, to have that kind of level of control over your career, especially mm. from a financial standpoint, because when you're an independent artist, it can be really expensive when you're promoting and producing your own music. Yeah, but you have to hit- sort of cut down yeah. on costs. I mean, I made the album through crowdfunding, which was possible, which was, I think is another great thing about social media and internet. And... That, I thought, was a, uh, an incredible experience because you can be in the comfort of a label where you know that you're being sold, but you also know that there's money being put into you to, to get you to sell. But when you actually say to the public, look, I'm doing a, a project, uh, if you feel that you feel you want to be part of it, you can pledge some money towards it and we can make this happen. And I was totally blown out of the water when people actually in three months I made this album and then went to the studio and when everyone knows you're doing an independent some people are really cool and they come to the table and they really want to help and if they like the project they really want to be part of it and I've been blessed on that level through this whole uh, project and from the photos to the imagery to the clothes to to everything like wow (laughs) to my musicians my band the studio like oh wow (laughs) happy happy black woman 
Absolutely, absolutely. You know, um, <laughs> one of the things I find one of the things I find so refreshing you know, as far as today's music, as far as artists like yourself, is that when you set up funds online, like Pledge and different other things, GoFunds, is that I love it because the listeners who truly love you and respect your music, they have an input on what they want to hear. They, they feel do. a part. Yeah, they feel a part they of do, what you do. They do, and it's great. Absolutely. And I love Absolutely. that because with, with, like, when you're, many years ago you'd have fan sites, and I never had one, but, you know, you'd have somebody would run a fan site and there'd be, you know, a physical house or a post PO box where someone received mail and someone might sign it and read it and it wouldn't, might not be the person, but you, you'd receive it back and think, wow, I've just gotten a letter from, as in my case, Michael J. Fox, all the way in Edmonton, Alberta. Uh, but um, probably wasn't even Michael J. Fox, you know. But now with Twitter and Instagram, and you can actually part and see a creative experience come to life. You know, you can be on the set of a video of somebody who Snapchats it or puts it on Facebook. And, and I think that's great because to, to sell music to people is one thing, but if I was selling food to someone, I'd really like to know the person that I'm selling to and I'd want to make sure that, you know, I'm keeping their family healthy and they're eating the right things. Right. And, well, I'm selling you music, so, <laughs> you know, I want to make sure that you like the music that I'm selling you and that I'm singing the stuff that you want to hear. And <laughs> <laughs> well, you are definitely doing that, my dear. You know, I must say, I, I'll admit this, I, I was very apprehensive with the internet, with social media, because I felt like, especially here in the States, when a lot of the record stores started closing, one of the things I loved about record stores is that you as a listener, or I don't like to use the term fan, but you had an opportunity to go to a record store, have a meet and greet with that artist, and you feel a lot more, you yeah. feel a lot more closer with the artist. So when that was taken away from us and replaced by social media, it was like, it became too generic. But what I find about you well, is that the listeners love you. I mean, when I go across the internet and the feedback with this new album, the Soul Sessions, has been incredible. <laughs> what does that mean to you? Oh, look, it's, it's, it's like, um, I don't have any children, but I guess it's like giving birth to a child and then it goes out into the world and you just hope that <laughs> someone doesn't say it's eyes too close together or it's ears are too big. You know, like, this, right. is, this is really, this is, <laughs> I, I did a lot, of, a lot of blood, sweat and tears went into me singing this and, and getting this idea out, you know, it's, when it's an idea in your head and then to actually make it into a, a tangible product, it's, you know, it doesn't happen overnight, it, it, <laughs> but um, it, it's great to know that people like it, it's kind of weird, it's scary too, because it's like, really, are you sure, are you just joking? Maybe this is just like a, an April Fool's Day early. Like maybe people don't really like it and they're just saying it just to be nice. I don't know. Well, you know what? It's, it's definitely, it's definitely not an April Fool's joke because I'm going to tell you something. The listeners have spoken. They, I mean, they truly love the album. I love the album. Uh, the only thing well, I, you know, I, have to, I, I have to ask is I know the listeners are going to get on me if I don't ask this question. You are so revered in Sydney, Australia. They love you to death. When are you going to come out to the States and perform? Well, listen, listen. This is the first time you are the first man, <laughs> Peter, that I have spoken to any U.S. press. Many years ago, I had a hit in America. Um, it was a remix of a song that I wrote that David Morales did a remix of. And the person that stopped me from getting to number one in the Billboard charts was Cher with Do You Believe in Love? 
So Cher and oh I need to have God. some words. But so, um, <laughs> just joking, Cher. Just joking. Um, <laughs> yeah, but I'd love to come. I, 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 you know, my mum was born there. I can come there legally. I can do it. I can do it. Oh, we would love to have you. I mean, to me, I'm like, wait a minute. The album is fantastic. And it's like, wait a minute. Well, I love to sing, and I'd love to sing in America, just to see how the American air plays on my throat. Well, we have many people (laughs) tuning in, so let's make this happen. Let's get this very talented Oh, please. In the States. Oh, my God. To play with some of the amazing players in America. Oh, my God. They don't compare to you, my love. They definitely Listen, you just spoke about Kenny Lattimore. You just spoke about Kenny Lattimore. And when I tell my mother that, you know, you're just speaking to Kenny, you know, like your good friend, Kenny Lattimore. (laughs) Oh, gosh. Listen. (laughs) Don't even start. (laughs) And here's me, born on Crown Street, talking to Teddy Bear. Hello. You know, how you doing, man? (laughs) Oh, my goodness. (laughs) You are something else, and I love it. And speaking of something else, tell the listeners out there about, well, another one of my favorite singles from the new album, of course, The Soul Sessions. What about love? What about love? Well, I love this song because I wrote it about a relationship that didn't go so well um, before I met my husband. And everything happens for a reason, but this one happened for a song. And the way I kind of put it to people is, you, you know, Teddy Bear, you ever been in a relationship where, you know, your lady's been gone five minutes and it feels like six months and she comes back and you're like, baby, damn, yes. too long, girl, what are you doing? <laughs> and then, and then, and then, and then maybe a few months, half a year later, she, she's doing something, you're like, girl, please, you know you need to stop, right? Right. And then, <laughs> and then I guess to the stage of don't listen, don't even. You need to step away because I'm done. So that's um that's kind of what about love? <laughs> because it all started beautifully and it was great. And I think it's a really it's a fun a fun kind of love song if you want to say that because most love songs kind of say you know I love you, I need you, you left me, come back, please come back, I want you, I'm nothing. This one's like, look, I love you. Don't you want to be loved by me? But mm. then it's like, so all those things you said to me? Wait a second. Wait a second. <laughs> Wait a second. My eyes are open now. Listen, no, I don't want to be loved by you. Forget about love, baby. Forget about us, honey. I don't want to be loved by you. Mm. Lord have mercy. <laughs> <laughs> You're your first <laughs> Let's get, let's get into it, of course, with the captivating Denny Highs, of course, from the new album, The Soul Sessions, with What About Love, here in the zone of L.O.T.O. Radio. Ooh, I never want to make false promises to you, or ever say something that I don't really mean, but we're both people going down the road of life. But you stopped at a green light And then walked away I've never been betrayed before By the one that I love But you really hurt me With the things that you said Saying that you're leaving How you want to be alone But what about us, honey Don't you want to be loved So all those things you said to me I never meant a single thing And now I'm standing in a pool of my tears Crying over you What about love, honey what about love, darling? What about love, baby? Don't you want to be loved by me? What about love, honey? What about love, darling? What about love, baby? Don't you want to be loved by me? Oh, oh. Don't 
And I was, you know, really in there competing with the Jenners of the world and the, you know, models and the Gigi Adids and, you know, Katy Perry's. And I'd be, I'd, yeah, I'd be stressed, man. I really would be stressed because it's a lot to keep up to. But I'm at the stage now, I, I've gone back like old school where people in the States back in the day, Ella Fitzgerald, Billie Holiday, would get in the, in the truck. Not so good times necessarily in society, but get in the truck and take the music to the people. Well, my truck is the internet. And I'm not about the bells and whistles I can hire people for the bells and whistles I can hire them right. <laughs> I can hire like lights and stuff but I'm a singer and I love to sing and uh, my grandma used to always say you know don't do something half-assed and so I- I'm not going to get up there and 
try to be something that I'm not. So I, I know that I can sing, so I'll, I'll just stick to that. So, no, I don't feel the pressure because I'm only competing with myself. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. For those, no? who are tuning yeah. in, for, for those who are tuning in late, shame on you, but I forgive you. We'll be enjoying this evening by the incredible Denny Hines and her incredible new album, The Soul Sessions. I wanted to ask you from a personal, from, from a personal, personal perspective, what is it mm-hmm. to you to have a level of stability in your personal life and how has that transcended you as far as your music? How has it helped your music? Uh, I've got a, a very supportive husband and we have a very loving relationship and you know it took a while to get there but I definitely think that this is the happiest that I've been therefore uh, life seems to go a little easier when you're happy I think when, uh, when, and you know and yeah although bad times are really good for good songwriting but I don't want to go through that too often um, you can't, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you can't be too happy and write a really painful song. You know, you need to be going through something to write that. Uh, you know, that song for you. You need to be. Go- you need to be hurting. But um, right. yeah, look, I think it's very important. But I love. I've got. I'm blessed. I've got a very good life, and and you know, it's just. It's. I'm. There's lots of stuff out there that you can always want, but I don't really want for anything. I've got my health. I've got my husband. I've got five fantastic animals. I got a love for music. I dance ten times a week to keep fit. I'm surrounded by music. You know, I eat well. I'm I'm happy. I really got nothing to complain about. Well, uh, there's first world problems, but yeah, you know, yeah, first world problems. Like, absolutely. I got to get my car fixed and stuff, but yeah. <laughs> do you find music? To, do you find music to be very therapeutic for you, especially in your live performances? Absolutely. I think the voice is um a very um, integral part to the human psyche. Uh, for a baby inside the mother's womb, that vibration of a voice of the first time it hears, or, you know, when you are a baby, that mother's voice or your father's voice or music, I think, you know, it, it's very, very a very calming thing. I, I don't know a lot of study into it, but I know that my voice in particular, I've, I've put a few babies, you know, to rest at night with mums playing you know old ballads of mine but there must be something in music otherwise I don't think human race would re- react to it in such a way if it didn't have some sort of connection with us absolutely you know um, you said something that I want to really I want to take it a step further as far as the, the things that are transpiring all over the world as far as racism and other un- unhealthy facts and that we're seeing take place live before our eyes um, for you yeah I've always felt that music has always had healing powers. It's the one entity that brings everyone closer together. And I wanted to find mm-hmm. out from you, what has it meant to you when you have a listener that may send you a twit, a Twitter, a Twitter message or Facebook and said, you know what, your music, I was going through some things. And your music completely yeah, had an uplifting value on me. It turned my mindset completely around and made and put a smile on my face. It made me feel better. Listen, when people say that to me, that honestly makes me think. Now I know why I do what I do. I have done. I I've taken on the mission, and I have I have actually accepted it and completed it with flying colors. Because I think as an artist, that's what you want. 
I mean, it's all very good to, you know, make someone feel great for the traffic jam that they're in or, you know, while they're vacuuming the house. But if there's right. a song that you can hear that it's like, it's almost like the person is in your head. The person is, that they're singing words that you know, you've lived it, you've got the T-shirt. Like, and, and you just want to be like, wow, thank you. I mean, I've got that. But when people say it to me, it's, wow, that's even more amazing because... It's almost like, you know, <laughs> I, don't, I just sing. I sing. I love to sing, and it's great that you're hearing it, and it's great that the, world, the people around the world are hearing it. But I kind of look at, like, you know, when I hear, or when I met Stevie Wonder, I'm like, wow, now that's, wow. Now, that's somebody that's written <laughs> some songs that, you know, right. you, you, you touched a lot. Like, wow. Wow. You know. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, to put myself in, in, a, in a category where I can touch people, that, that's cool. I'm a bit apprehensive because it's kind of like I put other people that I admire that are bigger, but it's nice that um, it's nice that some people get something from my music because I don't just do it for myself. I mean, I love to sing, but it's also nice to share a gift with somebody else. Does at any point does it get somewhat overwhelming sometimes because you are so revered in what you do? No, because I just stay inside my head. It's very nice and quiet in here. <laughs> <laughs> no. I mean, if, you, if I got into that, I think... <laughs> no, why do you want to do that to yourself? I'm only out in the public eye when i got something to promote. Okay. I'm out there selling my music, then I'll be out there talking to people. But if I'm at home doing my own thing, writing the music, I'm not really that... You know, I, I still tweet, you know, I've done a dance class today, you know, you know, summer's coming, better get fit and hate winter, I'm a solar power person, but you know, it, it's, <laughs> yeah, no, I don't go looking for that sort of stuff, it's um, the crazy world we live in, man, and, and you know, yeah. it's nice while we don't travel, don't go looking for trouble, like Elvis said, you're looking for trouble, you're coming up next. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Now I'm gonna tell you something. Anita Baker is an incredible, incredible Aww. singer. But I'm gonna tell you something. Anita you Baker put your own personal list. stamp um, in so long. You really Ooh. put your personal stamp on that. What made you choose that particular song? <laughs> you know what? If I had grown up in America, there's no way I would have touched that song because I would have known better. <laughs> but I grew up in Sydney. <laughs> and that right. gives me a pass. Um, <laughs> because, you know, I've got to tell you, when I recorded this, I never thought that you'd be hearing it. I didn't think that, you know, Houston would be hearing it. I thought maybe Sydney would hear it. Maybe Japan might hear it. But, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, look... Oh, it was a big take on it's I grew up with Anita Baker. That album Rapture was huge in my yes. household. Huge. Huge. I mean I know it was huge around the world, but in my house it was very big. Anita Baker was very big in my house. Um and it was just one of the songs that I just thought was just sexy as. It's just, you know, a strong black woman saying, I won't be neglected you know, like seriously, but nicely. But and it's a lyric that's just like, mm, and the groove is like, uh, and it's just, I, I just want to put my voice on it. <laughs> well, you did absolutely that, my love. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. <laughs> yes, you did. Yes, you did. <laughs> well, far be it from me to uh, deprive 
all the many listeners out there. Let's get into it. Another hit single, <laughs> of course, from the new album from the incredible Denny Hines, of course, the Soul Sessions album with Been So Long in the zone of LOTL Radio. <laughs>
Mercy, the incredible Denny Hines, of course, from a new album, The Soul Session, with Been So Long, here in the zone of LOTO Radio. And remember, family, the new album, yes, go purchase it, ASAP, available on iTunes, Google Play, and also on Amazon.com. And for all the latest updates, be sure you stop by Denny's official website, of course, that would be DennyHines.com. You can also catch up with her on Twitter. That's at twitter.com forward slash denines. Of course, the number one definitely a beautiful thing. My queen, it has been an honor. It's been an honor for me to have you on the show. This is definitely your home, and we're going to do whatever we have to do to get you down here. Get you from the land down. Teddy bear, can I? (laughs) Teddy bear, teddy bear. I got to tell you, you, I got you got me shaking my head. I, I am. I feel so. Lucky and happy, and just uh, just blessed to be talking to you. I cannot believe I'm shaking my head, listening to my song being played on the internet, shaking my head, going. <laughs> At first, I was like, Denny, you, you idiot! You, why did you take this song on? <laughs> I was just sitting here, but thank you so much for your support, man. <laughs> You know what, Miss Baker, I know that she's extremely proud and very impressed because oh. you just you, 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 um, took it to another level. And again, this is definitely Listen, your home. You just, there's a reason people haven't taken her on. You know, like I said, my past is that I grew up in Australia. I wouldn't have done it if I was in America. There's no way. <laughs> like, nobody's done it. I, like, Anita Baker, come on now. You must be crazy. But, you know, I thought this was only going to stay here. I didn't think you guys no, were no, here. No, 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 no. It's all about <laughs> substance, and you definitely brought it. I'm waiting for you to come down here, young lady. I'm waiting for you to come down. I want to. Listen, I'm trying to get there next year. I promise you. Okay. I was there. Right, um, I got. I had my wedding dress made in New York, so I was. I was over there okay. five years ago. Okay. Well, when you come down, you have to come down here to the studio because we would definitely love to have you here. Okay. Are you in Houston, Texas? Yes, I am. <laughs> y'all, y'all gonna take me to y'all studio down Houston, Texas? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Thank y'all so much. <laughs> <laughs> love, love you much, my queen. Have a good afternoon, okay? Thank you so much, Teddy Bear. Have a lovely evening. Sleep well. And happy holidays. Same to you, Teddy Incredible. Much. <laughs> Incredible. Denny Hines here in the zone of L.O.D.O. Radio. Lord have mercy. Remember, family, the new album, The Soul Session, available as we speak on iTunes, Google Play, and also on Amazon.com. My goodness, been so long. Yes, it has, unfortunately. But it's all right. It's all right. Well, I got you here, like Linus and Blanket, comfy and cozy. Let's turn back the hands of time, get into some Denise Williams with free. You're in the zone of L.O.T.O. Radio. Lord, have mercy. 